Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep, and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things and for a limited time you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. Okay, this is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one -on -one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one -on -one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity, but also contributes to our overall mental well-being and our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in I'd say around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as of course they're backed by research for women's well-being they're women-owned and they support overall microbiome health warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption so head to myeq.com and use code magic for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more that's myeq.com and use code magic at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. that is highly underrated is that they will go all out above and beyond 
for those that they love, whether that's romantically or platonically. Your romantic partner, your friend, your family, they're going to go above and beyond for you. And they love to do this in a grand and big way, but just know that it's because they really, really love you and they're only gonna do it if you're in their inner, inner circle. They might also treat you like a queen or a king as well. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Jemma, Jemma Yomis. It's Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding and heart opening podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Green Chef, who has a $125 off offer for the Euromagic listeners for their delicious, most sustainable meal kit curated by expert chefs and is the first USDA certified organic meal kit. You can enjoy hand-picked veggies and high quality foods. You can receive the special $125 off offer when you go to greenchef.com slash magic 125, 125. And as usual, more on Green Chef and their special offer in the midst of the episode and in the show notes. It's Libra season. We're looking at the suns today. It's a Libra season and I have to say with complete honesty that some of my favorite humans, hands down, are Libras. I think that Libra season's my most active birthday celebration season as I feel like most of my friends and family are Libras. <laughs> many also Pisces, but mostly Libras. And many of them even born on this day that the episode releases, October 11th. For example, my beautiful niece, Chihiro, who just graduated nursing school in Japan and is in Tokyo. My uncle, Robert, who is in Sedona. And my friend Jordan, who is in LA. And also, you can find her on her podcast, Soul on Fire. So happy birthday to all the October 11th humans and happy birthday to all the Libras listening to this now. But then also I was thinking about it and I was like the kindest people I know are Libra sons. My brother, I have several cousins who are Libras here in Utah and I have even more friends who are Libras as well. You know who you are. And then of course, my grandma, my mom's mom, who passed away over a decade ago, is still to this day, the kindest, purest soul I've ever, ever known. And I know a lot of kind souls. I don't think I know a lot of pure souls, but I definitely know a lot of kind souls. I just, I can't think of a Libra who isn't genuinely kind with a ginormous heart, someone who's so caring, even if there's a juxtaposition between their rising and their moon sign that may make them less so. There's still always a gentleness to Libras. So happy birthday to all the Libras. The last few episodes that I shared, which were what I love most about your moon sign and then the following week, your rising sign. So this week I am keen to share what I love most about your sun sign. I always started the past episodes of the series with Aries as they're the first of the zodiac signs. However, last week I said I would switch things up so Pisces didn't always have to go last. <laughs> 
And therefore, I decided to start with Libra since we're in Libra season and then work my way to Virgo. Here we are. Many of you are familiar with your sun sign and also what a sun sign represents. But if not, I left a link in the show notes to find your sun sign through Astro Charts. And I'll let you know in this intro what a sun sign is. Give a short, brief summary of what it represents. The sun is the most powerful planet for us, of course, as you know, given the world warmth and food and energy that we need in order to sustain this life. And therefore, some say that the sun is the most important influence in the horoscope, and that's perhaps why the masses are only aware of their sun sign, and when they think astrology, they pretty much just think it's your sun sign only, and have no idea that there are many other planets whose energies manifest this complex human that you are. But the sun represents your individuality, your ego, your drive in life, how you show up in the world and in the eyes of others, which I would blend with the rising sign, by the way. And it's even perhaps our surface level personality, some say. At least it can be. Whereas the moon sign is your intuitive nature, your inner self, your inner world. And of course, there's Mars, there's Mercury, there's Jupiter, Venus, your North Node, your South Node, and on and on. And there are many complex pieces. You know, what house is your sun sign? What house is your moon sign? Blah, 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 blah. But we are going to keep this simple for entertainment purposes. And that's why I want to share what I love most about your sun sign, what I find most attractive from my perspective, from where I sit. You're a complex human and therefore sometimes the way of the sun is not a full, clear representation of you. In fact, I remember when I would read things about Leo, I'd be like, that does not resonate whatsoever. And when I realized, oh, okay, well, you're a double Leo, but you were also born during the balsamic moon and you are a cancer rising and there are many other pieces to this puzzle of Raquel, I realized, oh, okay, so yes, I do have aspects of the sun sign that describes the Leo. I do have a lot of those aspects, but not fully, and there are deeper layers, so I don't need to be triggered by the one biggest stereotype of the Leo, because I'm like, that just, that doesn't ring true, and therefore I didn't believe astrology for the longest time, until I did. One other example of a stereotype that never rang true, Libra's. Supposedly, they're superficial. And I have to say, the Libras I know, far, far from superficial. Therefore, I am here to counter that stereotype for y'all. There are a lot of stereotypes that surround each sun sign. And even though there are some truth to them, they do not apply to everyone since there's more to us, obviously, than our sun sign. But a lot of stereotypes are, you know, like most stereotypes, not true for honestly the majority. And so that's why we got to look at the entirety of the chart. You know, some Leos don't mind being a wallflower in the party or floating into the abyss unseen for a while. I know some Leos like that. You know, and I also know some Virgos who are surprisingly unorganized and messy. And I must say, some of my closest friends in life have been Scorpios and Geminis. And their reputation, the bad side of the reputation, I know for a fact, hands down, as someone who was engaged to a Gemini, 
Two of my best friends to this day are Geminis. I have really close Scorpio friends. In my eyes, they don't fully fit the sun stereotype. Yes, they do have some aspect of the stereotype, but it's so minuscule to the whole of who they are. For example, do my Scorpio friends have a sting to them and can they get sassy? Yes, and I love that about them, by the way. And then my Gemini friends, though, are they two-faced by any means? Uh, I can think of one that might be, but the others definitely, definitely not. And I've been close with them for nearly two decades now. I feel like I know them pretty well. One of them has even been on this podcast before. His name is Sid. His episode dates all the way back to June 2020, and it was just nice to have an old friend on the show. I love him so much. So all of this to say is, can we shed light on the stereotypes only to burn them? <laughs> I mean, there are some truth, but mostly not, especially when we look at an individual. Yet at the same time, this is focused on the sun signs, just like we focused on the moon and the rising. So I'm just going to focus on the sun signs and from where I see it, what the majority of them, the beauty that they hold, what I'm most attracted to in each of those signs. And yes, I'll also, if I dated somebody with that sun sign or a few people, for example, I've dated many Pisces and Aries and Taurus, <laughs> Taurines, Tauruses, a Gemini and a Cancer, a Leo. <laughs> Do you happen to have a list of everybody you've dated, had a fling with, hooked up with? Because <laughs> I do. And I was looking through that list and I only know a handful of their signs. Man, I wish that I knew everyone's sign, but I did look and I did know at the time, but I don't remember their birthdays. But I do remember a good chunk of them, especially those who I either dated for a long time or I recently dated, had a little fling with. So for those signs, I have an idea of what attracts me to them on a romantic level. But the majority, I'm just going to share what attracts me to someone, to their human, who they are on a platonic level, purely friendship basis or familial basis. I'm excited to share what I find most attractive about your sun sign. Also, later this week, I will have the full moon episode up to prepare for the blood moon, the hunter's moon, which takes place next Wednesday, October 20th. Therefore, I will post it around Thursday or Friday just to give you a well in advance heads up to prepare for it if you're interested in celebrating it the way I am celebrating it or if you're just curious how I'm celebrating it because there are a variety of ways to celebrate each full moon. All right, with all of that being said, let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with what I find most attractive about your sun sign. Since it is Libra sun season, we might as well switch things up a little bit, shall we? What do I find most attractive in Libras? Now, I know that I raved about your kindness in the intro, but that is actually not what I find the most attractive thing about you. In my eyes, you have a very distinctive 
charm. Now, whether that be a flirtatious, alluring charm from a man who's a Libra I find a connection with and I start crushing on, or it's purely platonic, friendly, because you're a family member or because we're good friends, there's still this charm that makes someone feel so special, so seen. You know what to highlight in us in order for us to feel extra special and seen. I mean, Venus does rule Libra, which is the planet of beauty. So you do happen to see the beauty within us and externally as well. And as a Leo, I do not mind the compliments, no matter what they are. And so it doesn't always have to be a sophisticated verbal charm as well. It may even simply just be your sweet eye contact or the way that you smile at everyone, the way you allow others to open up their hearts because we feel safe with you. We feel that you see the best within us no matter what. Therefore, we can share and expose all of us with you. So I think that the Libra is misunderstood in a variety of ways, but I think that most people do recognize, always recognize the distinctive charm that a Libra holds and it's so appreciated. I think that maybe some people don't welcome compliments, so maybe that's where the superficial stereotype comes from, but from what I've experienced with Libras is that those compliments are genuine. They simply just see the beauty in you and they're going to share it. And I don't see anything wrong with that and it's very appreciated. And that is the most attractive thing about the Libra. And now, what do I find most attractive in Scorpios? In my personal opinion, I'd say the sass. And the sting that I was referring to earlier is usually out of love, even if it's in a humorous, sassy way. And that honestly is attractive. The honesty, the sass, the quick wit the way that you can bring humor to all situations or find the light at the end of the tunnel through the darkness and you're not afraid to face the darkness and you're not going to shy away from the undertones of what is going on. You'll simply bring them up, usually in your own charismatic matter as well. That simply lightens the mood. And maybe that's why people think Scorpios are mean or whatever, which is so far from true. Maybe the fact that you bring up the darkness is what might make people think this, but no, it's you, your way of bringing light to it. And if people understand you and your humor and your sass, they'll see it. I've been attracted to, I've never dated, I don't think, I probably have, I just can't think of who, but I can think of some Scorpio men in my mind who I am attracted to, and I know why I'm attracted to them. It's their honesty and their humor, and it feels like that they can see right through you, which is a little intimidating. And yes, a lot of Scorpios, most Scorpios, definitely are intimidating in some way, but it does feel like they can just see through you, and that can make you feel a little insecure if you're not tapped into your most authentic self or secure in yourself. And maybe that's also where the stereotype comes from. But really, they deeply care. You know, their emotions actually run very, very deep. And I do genuinely believe it all stems from a complex and intense inner world. There's an intensity to them. That's also probably where the stereotype comes from. But when you know it really does come from a very good, genuine place, 
you appreciate it. You appreciate their honesty. You appreciate their sass and their humor. And if they end up exposing or sharing their true self to you and unpeeling the layers for you to see, man, I hope that you do not take that for granted. And well, you shouldn't take it for granted with anybody, but really know that that is a huge honor because they're not likely to do that with everyone. Like really revel in it as, as sometimes it's hard for them to fully unveil what they're really feeling and thinking. But yep, that humor and or, and I'm gonna say or because some just have a nice sass to them and it might not be hilarious, but that sass and or that humor is indeed what I find most attractive about a Scorpio. I wonder if you can hear the rain in the background because speaking of intensity in Scorpios who are a water sign, the rain is intense. Anyway, let's move on with Sagittarius. So what do I find most attractive about Sagittarius in Sagittarius? Well, I always see Sagittarius's as someone who complements my Leo side, perhaps because we're both fire signs but it's also your optimism and your particular humor and the way you can always match my energy no matter what it is. I've known many Sagittariuses. My dad's a Sagittarius, and so I'm quite familiar with the beauty of the Sag, the cheer you bring to the world. Let's be honest, you're naturally the life of the party. You're very likable. People want to be your friend. People want to surround themselves with you. Every Sagittarius I know, there's somebody that everybody just happens to really like because they're so personable, they are so optimistic, and it's infectious to be around. And there is this sparkle to them unlike anything else. And I recognize this because a guy that I dated for a little bit a few years ago, he, I think he was just trying to be charming. He was an Aries and I think he was just trying to be charming. I think we were talking about being a fire sign that I told him I was a fire sign, but he had to guess which one. And he guessed a Sagittarius because they have this sparkle to them. And though I'm not a Sagittarius, I know he was right about that sparkle. And I think that it's unmatched, whatever that sparkle is. And I do believe it's also because they naturally attract good opportunity and fortune. I mean, Jupiter, the planet of good fortune, happens to be their ruling planet. So no wonder they're known to be the luckiest sign as well. And maybe that is what gives them that sparkle and with good reason. So Sages, I think that your distinctive sparkle, your optimism, your outlook in life, your buoyancy, all of that in a nutshell is what attracts me most to you. And I feel great being in your presence, especially when we can match each other's energy. This may be the most impressive offer yet for the Euro Magic listeners, as Green Chef is gifting the Euro Magic listeners $125 off, including free shipping on your order. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company, and also the most sustainable meal kit company, offsetting 100% of their plastic use and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions so you can enjoy your greens while being green. And Green Chef makes eating well, easy and affordable. And Green Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle. 
whether you're keto or paleo, or like me, you prefer their plant-powered diet. Or even if you just want to have a delicious but balanced dish, Green Chef has got you. And Green Chef has expert chefs who curate every recipe and there are over 30 meal choices every week. And to know that you have the flexibility to switch your plans so you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. And you can enjoy restaurant quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. I've tried many of their dishes now and some of my favorites are their vegan pesto flatbread pizza along with their apricot and caramelized onion flatbread. Oh, and their squash and farro power bowl. Oh, so good. Actually, I have a hard time choosing which one's my favorite. I appreciate that Green Chef has pre-portioned, easy to follow recipes that are delivered right to you and keep everything so simple. So you never really have to worry about having to plan your meal or shop for dinner. And did I mention Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well? I've cooked food for my non-vegan friends and family and they loved Green Chef meals and thought that they were gourmet and they could eat it every single day. In fact, I believe that they even ordered some Green Chef for their own. And so they must take advantage of this offer as well. Go to greenchef.com magic125 and use code magic125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com magic125 and use code MAGIC125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. The spelling and link are also in the show notes. Bon appetit. Now on with the show. Capricorns. What do I find most attractive in caps? Right away. The very first thing that comes to heart with the Capricorns that I've either witnessed online or I know personally in life is that yes, there might be a little bit of a reservation to them. However, their focus in life, their ambition and drive to accomplish whatever it is that they're focused on, that their vision is, they're not going to stop until that happens. And their persistency is sexy, let's be honest. And so if you ever find yourself surrounded by a Capricorn who's vivaciously ambitious, that is an energy you wanna surround yourself with as you are focused on whatever you want to accomplish or achieve or wherever your heart is pulling you because Capricorns are great at taking that inspired action. And therefore, that inspired action along with pragmatic actions that they might have, no matter if it was in a heart space or their mind space, they have written down, they're going to do it. And it shows the universe like, oh wow, they're really going for it, they deserve this. And they're likely going to get it and manifest it because of their persistency. And again, their persistency is sexy, their focus is sexy, their ambition is sexy. They also don't let their mind get in the way of that too much. Like, yes, of course, there's gonna be mental obstacles and actual physical obstacles, but somehow they find a way to overcome them because they know their why without even having to remind themselves of their why. It's just in them. And I think that that's what makes them so attractive is because there's always that part of me that longs for that as well. Yes, I'm an ambitious person, but I'm also very much a dreamer. 
and seeing them take the action and have that tunnel vision and not give up their determination, that inspires me as well. And so I do find Capricorns, most of them very inspiring, and that is so attractive. Now, what do I find most attractive in Aquarians? Oh, I love Aquarius. And my North Node is in Aquarius. Therefore, my South Node is in Leo. So my Sun and my Moon sign are also at the opposite end of Aquarians. But what I find most attractive about you and what ignites something within me is your progressiveness in life. Whether that be in your lifestyle or politically, I am attracted to someone who is thinking outside the box, not rigid, and not stuck in old traditional ways. I admire the fact that you're open to change and you're willing to fight for the changes that need to be made. Shout out to the many humanitarians and social justice warriors out there. If Aquarius is not your sun sign, it's got to be in your chart somewhere, I assume. Or perhaps you've just been inspired by other Aquarians in some way and you are taking that action. But you know, I'm sorry that as of 2020, people have been programmed to think or to assume otherwise about social justice warriors. Thank you for voicing and or taking action on what needs to happen and change in this world in order for more people to feel equal, in order for Mama Earth to heal. There's a variety of ways and lanes in which people are, you know, helping others and helping the world. Whether it's on a macro level or a micro level, because even in a micro level, one can just simply be progressive in nature. For example, my mother, she's more microly progressive, whereas my grandmother on my dad's side is more macroly, was more macroly progressive as she was an activist for most of her life. But my mother, I would not be here today if she didn't have her progressive nature. I wouldn't because long story short, she was raised in a conservative Mormon LDS household growing up in the Mecca of the Latter-day Saints, which is Utah County. And so 99% of the people she interacted with from birth to about 30 <laughs> were Mormon. Yet somehow back in the 80s, her Aquarius side craved being independent and, you know, she saw past a lot of their issues. She still does hold some beliefs of the Book of Mormon. I mean, she did learn about it since she was a baby. But she knew that a lot of the discipline was bullshit. And so in 1989, she was dating my dad, who was not a Mormon. And they were not married yet, but she did happen to get pregnant with me. So yes, I'm a bastard child. And that was a big shock to her family. She's a true progressive in her own way because she just followed what was true for her and her heart. But then my dad's mom, who I would say is more macroly progressive in the 40s and 50s and so on, when they lived in Georgia and Kansas and Houston, Texas and Utah, everywhere she went, she was an activist and she was immersed in feminism and she was fighting for Black Lives Matter before that actual organization existed. And also, this is probably her micro level of progressiveness, but I found that she loved tarot and had seances and connected with spirits 
through mediums and all of that was very, very taboo. In fact, people thought that anything that was witchy or new agey was of the devil. So I think that was amazing that she just followed what ignited and inspired her. So Aquarians, I have to say, I honor you and your progressive nature. I don't think I've ever dated an Aquarius, but I know what I find attractive in Aquarians as humans. <laughs> so enough said. And next we have Pisces. Ooh, Pisces, you romanticize life the way we'd like to see it. It's so true. You bring this romantic, dreamy, innovative, imaginative experience to life that we long for. <laughs> for Pisces, your expression of the spirit inspires the world. Your spirit inspires the world. You're highly intuitive and hypersensitive in the best way and extraordinarily charismatic, which makes you so magnetic and you know how to get to the heart, the soul of a person. It's honestly also scary. Scary how well you can read people. I think that that is one of the most intense things about all water signs, Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpios, how well they can read people because they feel your emotion on a deep level. I love having you as a friend in my life because I mean, thank you so much for your generosity and empathy and genuine love. And like I said before, I have been with a good amount of Pisces men as well. There are a few that really, really broke my heart and many of them are Pisces guys. And so now I'm very like wary about falling for a Pisces guy and to be honest, but that's my own issue. But man, this guy, I mean, he, they, they read me like a book and they're so intuitive and smart and I feel like they know what to say exactly to hypnotize my mind and my heart. They're like the snake charmer. I'm talking about the men. My friends are so honest and they would never do anything manipulative. But Pisces friends are literally some of the best friends to have. And they're great influences on life. I'm sure you follow many Pisces if you're on social media as you know, they paint the world in this romantic way, which allows us to either escape in a healthy way or bring more vibrancy to the more dull and mundane world around us. And so thank you for bringing your imagination and romanticism into the world and your glamorized perspective of life and seeing beyond the physical. I always appreciate those who are grounded and pragmatic, but I really appreciate those as well who are so out there with a wild imagination. There's more to this life than meets the eye. And that is what I find most attractive about Pisces. Now, what do I find most attractive about Aries in Arians? Well, again, another charmer who not only matches my Leo energy, like the Sagittarius, it's probably because, you know, we're the three fire signs. So they can really match my energy, but they can also match anyone's energy. Yet they're very honest with themselves. And so they're not likely to match your energy just to please you or bring harmony. But simply because that's what excites them and they're going to do it in an honest way. And if they don't feel like matching your energy as well, they're not going to. They're going to be honestly them. But I would say the most attractive trait in an Aries is their passion. Their passion and optimism for what they do in life and their passion in 
hearing about what you do and being enthusiastic about that as well. I mean, their passion is so strong that they really believe in themselves and they also really believe in others and it's uplifting their spirit to be around. I'm not going to lie. I'm also very drawn to Aries men. I've dated a few Aries men and there is a magnetism to them. I mean, they're very tapped into their masculinity, but then they fully embrace wholeheartedly the feminine and if and only if they themselves are more tapped into their true and most authentic self, by the way. If they're not, they might not be so magnetic and captivating, but when they are and they're confident in themselves, they embrace that and then they embrace all of the woman. But again, in friendship, what I'm most attracted to is the passion and the optimism. And you're strong in your beliefs and your mindset and that is hard for anyone to sway. That passion, it's intense. And I believe that's also what makes you a magnet for whatever you want in this universe. Even when it comes to humans, I feel like it's easy for you to lure people in to appreciate you and see the best in you because you do in them. And then also, let's be honest, you like to be in charge. And let's be even more honest, you're often the best pick to be in charge as you're really good at what you do and you fully put your heart into it 100%. And so you bring excitement into our lives no matter the situation, especially, again, if you are tapped into your true most authentic self and deeply in tune with your intuition, and you will leave a lasting impression on us as well. So... You're unstoppable, Aries. That's what makes you so attractive. Taurines, what do I find most attractive in a Taurus? Well, I must say that your most attractive trait, hands down, is that you are grounded and stable and you have this grounded and stable way of standing firm in who you are. Every Taurus human I can think of knows who they are and they are unapologetic about it. They're honestly not afraid of conflict. They're not afraid of confrontation. And therefore, if they do disagree with you, they have no problem, no qualm about having a civil debate. But emphasis on civil because they rarely get messy. They don't care to get messy. Plus, can we also appreciate them for being dependable, so dependable? I feel like since taurines are usually so stable, they do also stick to their word and they they do deeply count on and appreciate others who are reliable as well and perhaps that's why they stick to their word because they hope that you stick to your word and therefore you know one of their gifts is that they're not going to flake on you rarely if ever will a taurian flake on you and i've dated a few taurians before and i've maintained my friendship with the couple of them one of the more recent people I've dated as well was a Taurus. And to be honest, dating one, they're very, very, very affectionate. And it makes you feel so loved and special. They're very in tune with their hell yeses and their hell noes. <laughs> they're the type that even if you don't work out, they're likely to still maintain a friendship with you. But if you're not going to be their friend, that's okay too. They're secure in who they are. They don't need you. They're so secure with themselves that they can move on without pettiness or bitterness and even continue to embrace the friendship, especially if it was a stable one. 
So that is what I find most attractive about the taurines. And now what do I find most attractive in Geminis? Well, I swear on mama's green earth, they are intensely loyal and they do not get enough credit for that. And so this is going to surprise a lot of people, but due to my profound experience with Geminis, I do see something, a similar pattern in all of them that I feel like does not get acknowledged enough. And I mentioned this in the intro, but my two best of best friends are Geminis and also my ex-fiance, who I'm still friends with to this day, is a Gemini. And therefore, I obviously have a lot of love for Geminis, but I do believe that they are very misunderstood and misrepresented. And it's the Gemini stereotype and reputation that made me honestly not believe in astrology, along with the Leo, for a long time until I realized, oh, okay, well, yeah, there's more to this astrology thing than the sun. But since we're talking about the sun sign and my personal take on them, this take is far from the stereotypical Gemini, the generalizations of the Gemini, but it's based on my personal experience and I'm gen generalizing my personal experience. So here is my take on what I find most attractive about Geminis. Now, the two friends that I have had that I'm talking about, I've been friends with them for almost two decades now. And my ex-fiance as well, I've been friends with him for over a decade now. They see those they love as family. You are family to them in their heart and in their eyes. They choose their family. Of course, if you're actually their family, they embrace that too. They love their family. But man, they really do see all their friends, their chosen family, as real, real family. They'll likely hold that feeling about everyone that they love for life. Whether you see them every single day, every single month, or even if you haven't seen them for years, you are family in their hearts. And that is the most attractive trait, hands down, about a Gemini. I think that next level of loyalty is the most underrated trait of the gem. And I don't know if I've ever read that in a book, but I'm seeing my own pattern of every Gemini that I know, especially those that are close to me. And that is the one simile that they all have in common. I feel like they're family. So it's an honor to be in a Gemini's inner circle and a big part of their heart. And like I said, one of them was on the podcast once, Sid. His episode is back in June, or it could have been July, but it was back in 2020 in either June or July. And I highly recommend that you listen to that, especially if this title intrigues you. It's being black in a white dominant culture, experiencing police brutality to finding soul freedom and self-love in honoring your body as art and lifelong friendship with Sydney Fisher. I just love him so much. And now, cancers. What do I find most attractive in cancers? I think that we're often drawn to the sun sign of our rising sign. And as a cancer rising, I do find cancer suns very attractive. <laughs> and it's another sign that I've dated. And he was one of my first boyfriends. What I remember most about being attracted to him 
and why I was happy he was my boyfriend at the time was because he was exceptionally perceptive and receptive and sensitive and imaginative, all the tivs, and that was very special as a teenage girl, especially after getting her heart broken by a Pisces. <laughs> and so to feel seen again in his eyes was so soul healing and needed. And he was very gentle and sweet and still a friend. And I think cancers are beautiful loves to have in your life. And then when it comes to friendships, the most attractive trait is everything that I just listed, minus the romance, of course, but in friends, I mean, everything I listed along with the fact that they're warm and this warm energy makes them feel like you're wrapped up in a blanket of love cozied up next to a fireplace in the middle of winter with hot cocoa. <laughs> they're so nurturing, so caring in their own way, you know, and they're extra sensitive to your feelings and they can see your feelings even if you don't express it, but instead of pointing it out, they're going to allow you to open up to them. And all the cancers in my life, like my sister-in-law, just the most warm, loving, compassionate humans. I think that, there we go, compassion. Compassion, that's the word I'm looking for. What do I find most attractive in cancers? It's their compassion, their ahimsa. I have a tattoo on my wrist and it says ahimsa, which in Sanskrit stands for having compassion for all living things, including yourself. And that's pretty much the epitome of a cancer. So if you have a cancer in your world, Please don't take their kindness and their heightened sensitivity for granted. They are fragile. They deeply, deeply care. So don't let them go. <laughs> I love cancers. Now, what do I find most attractive in my fellow Leos? Well, have you ever dated a Leo? I think that Leos are extra when it comes to showing whatever their love language is. I've dated one Leo guy that I can think of, maybe more, but one Leo guy that I can think of and he was very extra about his love language and so am I with mine. I think that's an attractive trait because they make you feel extra special by delivering their love language in an excessive amount, which could be annoying to some people, but I think that the most attractive trait I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but 
no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths. There are no clumps. And also, guess what? It slides right off with warm water. So no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. in a Leo that is highly underrated is that they will go all out above and beyond for those that they love, whether that's romantically or platonically, your romantic partner, your friend, your family, they're going to go above and beyond for you. And they love to do this in a grand and big way. And if they do this for you, some people have a hard time accepting their grandiose ways but just know that it's because they really, really love you and they're only gonna do it if you're in their inner, inner circle. They're going to go above and beyond. And just so you know, they might also treat you like a queen or a king as well. And if you like to treat them like a king or queen, that is greatly appreciated as well. Also, I think that another attractive trait about Leos is that they care to make everyone around them feel so special. Like I said, they do go above and beyond for those in their inner circle, but also for anybody that they meet, whether it's a stranger, a neighbor, a friend that is an acquaintance or just another close friend, they want to do what they can to make you feel extra special and extra seen, like you're the only person in the world that they're talking to. And, you know, it could be because personally, I know that we like to feel that way from others as well. So maybe that's one of the subconscious reasons why we do it. Or it's because that that's what genuinely lights us. I think that it's important for a Leo to not expect it. I've definitely let go of expecting it, but I still enjoy doing it. And so I think that that is the beauty of the Leo is them going above and beyond and or just making someone feel extra, extra special. And they effortlessly see the best in everyone. And so we're going to make sure that you know that we see this. We must embrace our extravagant perspective of life as we also romanticize life in our own way. And I believe that that is so needed in this world and we must be unabashed about it. And I also find that most Leos I know are very confident in themselves and they will shine unabashedly, shamelessly. They might have the spotlight sometimes, but man, if they're living in their heart over their ego, they're going to make sure that others have the spotlight as well. And so what I find most attractive in Leos indeed is that the way that they give love is by making sure that others have the spotlight too and that they're going to go above and beyond for it. Now, last but not least, 
what do I find most attractive in Virgos? I think that this is another sign that is misrepresented, especially in the spiritual community, I'm not going to lie. As Virgos, I know are deeply empathetic and empathic and caring and practical, but they're not going to get upset with you if you just go with the flow. I know that we think that they are so rigid and so organized that they might not like to be around those of us who might not be that way. I mean, they might not want to be with you every single day, (laughs) but that's not going to annoy them or upset them as much as we think. And sure, it could be to keep the peace or because they prefer ease in their life. But my surprising take on Virgos and their most attractive trait is with the knowing that their nature is often practical, analytical, and organized, for some reason, when they do choose on occasion to simply let go and be fluid in the moment with you, knowing that that's not what they want to do naturally every single day, but when they do let go for you, with you, in friendship and in romance, and they do this on occasion, I find that so attractive (laughs) to see them light up in spontaneity. Because most signs, you know, I can just be spontaneous with, go with the flow, which is all fun, but there's something extra special about it when you know that, you know, It's not something that they do naturally, but they're going to do this for you. There's something so special about that, that they want to do that for you. And I think that that is tied with another attractive trait, is their practical ways. Even in spirituality, there will likely be some basis behind what they are saying, what they are researching, what they are doing. They're very grounded in this way, and that's so attractive. And it's helpful for my human mind, which tends to sometimes float way out there sometimes. I need that in my life. So with that being said, what is extra appealing is when that person doesn't have to check all of their boxes on their to-do list and they'll be spontaneous with you, but then you meet them halfway and you may feel inspired to see the world and perform in the world as they do on occasion, they'll inspire that structure, that systemic way of approaching life. And so I think that they're a great balance with my very out there, floaty, flowy nature, and therefore they're a grounding force for me. And that is very attractive in my eyes. Anyway, that is a wrap on what I find most attractive about your sun sign. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And honestly, this was so fun for me to record. I hope that the rain wasn't too distracting in the background. I hope that instead, I hope that it actually was very easeful and it definitely kept me very present in the moment. And don't forget to order your Green Chef and receive their $125 off offer when you go to greenchef.com slash magic125. And you can look at the show notes for the link. Anyway, I will be releasing an episode at the end of this week, a little mini-sode for the upcoming full moon, just to prepare ahead of time. And so keep an eye out for that. Subscribe if you haven't already so you'll be notified whenever any random episodes like that come out along with the Monday episodes. 
And if anything, I hope to connect with you next Magic Monday. Have a magical rest of your week. Jai Ma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to well whatever you're going through and there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site all right well thank you so so much and have a magical rest of your day